Hi, you're listening to Cookies and Cream, episode 23. Guys, episode 23, and we're talking about rejection. We're talking about where it exists, like how to deal with it, and just the hardships of navigating that. It's a real episode. It is. It's very real. Mm -hmm. It gets very real. So if you are (laughs) struggling with rejection or are rejecting people, stay tuned because you need to listen to this. It's going to be a good one. So listen up. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Rob. And you're listening to a podcast about life, faith, family, and relationships. Hey, hey. Rob's just dancing by himself over here. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? It's Friday. It's always Friday, guys. That's how you know you're listening to Cookies and Cream. And this is this is awesome because last week there wasn't an episode. We're just checking <laughs> to see if you guys actually noticed. We got complaint after complaint. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Zero complaints. No one noticed. <laughs> or maybe no one said anything because they didn't want to be like, hey, guys. Because they didn't get a date on Valentine's Day. That's why they had bigger fish to fry that day. <laughs> They're like, you know what? I don't even have time for this. There's in oh, a podcast. Yeah, it was a Friday after Valentine's It was a Friday day. after Valentine's. And you know that day. There's a lot of hurt hearts in terms of like <laughs> expectations were not met. I thought my husband <laughs> was going to take me. <laughs> told my wife who's gonna buy me chocolates which least did he bought me chocolate i did it was so cool and you know what rob did he surprised me by cleaning the house yes. it was like the best valentine's day gift gotta know ever gotta know what moves to make <laughs> gotta know what moves to make man sometimes a box of chocolates won't cut it sometimes picking up legos <laughs> <laughs> For real though. <laughs> so anyway, the the re- okay. So last week, let's address this elephant yeah. in the room. Yeah. I always say that, let's but it's it. not really an elephant. This is more like a I don't know, like a I don't know, like a groundhog. You know what I mean? Oh, it's not gosh. big, but it's like, whoa, what's that? Uh, <laughs> last week's episode didn't happen because we actually did record an episode. I actually did do it, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just wisdom to be like, okay, I don't think I want those things to be on the internet because the internet is undefeated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. So with great wisdom and much prayer, we didn't post it. It just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? You know, have you ever, have you ever eaten like food that's just like, it's like gone bad, but you didn't know, like you've been served something and you're like, oh. You mean it just doesn't settle right in your stomach? It just doesn't sit right in your stomach. Mm -hmm. You just go, oh, what was that? (laughs) It's like this guacamole is just... Chipotle, get your act together. Hey, don't be hating on Chipotle. Chipotle is the way. So anyway, so last week's (laughs) episode was cancelled, but it was a wisdom call. Yeah. Because there would have been hurt feelings. A good one. Because you know, we're real talk. So if we talk about something, like sometimes last week we were like too real. Like it was like, oh, whoa. (laughs) wait a minute minute, rob remember it was the day after valentine's day so you put two and two together (laughs) it actually had nothing to do with love no it didn't but anyway tell us how you loving other people yeah loving other people so tell us you know we want to know what you think all the time 
like not all the not all your thoughts but at least once <laughs> in your life leave a review um, <laughs> um but yeah anyway we want to know what you did for valentine's day if you had a good day it's a week away it's a week back so now the heart's like kind of settled you're you're like you're not emotional and you're like ah oh, it was good it's oh, not as fresh it's bad yeah it's not as fresh yeah it's not as fresh <laughs> so weird. Okay, Lise. okay, I'm gonna read a review because we have a new one from. We have multiple new ones, and we just picked this one. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. No, we have a new one. Mama C H S N. I love how we did that together. <laughs> that was pretty. It cool. sounds Good like, job. It. It's like okay. A it says, "I started listening to this podcast because Rob and Lisa are my friends, and I wanted to support their new venture. I have genuinely enjoyed everyone." They are both casual, honest, and lighthearted, even when talking about tough things. There is so much joy and laughter in this podcast. It's refreshing. I appreciate their boldness to tackle some of the toughest topics in Christianity, and they do so with so much grace and love. They aren't giving all the answers. They are starting the conversation. I absolutely love it. That's genuinely a friend of ours. Well, we don't actually know who it is, but if you think <laughs> we're friends and you actually, if you leave a review, we're friends. That's like the, the new like bar. That's like, true, that's like, true. are you my friend? Leave a review. Thank you so much, <laughs> Mama CHSN. You are a legend in our eyes because you left a review and thank you for your kind words. Yeah. Um, we try and keep it real. And today we are keeping it realer than real because we're talking about Dealing with rejection. Dealing with rejection. I love it. It's like, I, leave it. I wish we had like, dun, dun, dun. we had like something to set that up because we're like dealing with, and we said it with such a happy face. I know, we're like Dealing smiling. with rejection. It sounds like, it's, <laughs> it's like, whoa, the tone, <laughs> the tone of how you said that and what you're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about dealing with rejection. But here's the thing, guys. Everyone suffered from rejection at some point. Yeah. Rejection is real. Rejection actually is probably something people feel on the 14th of February every year. That's a real deal. Mm. And so we're talking about rejection, but we're broadening this because we're talking yeah. about community. We're talking about friendships. We're talking mm -hmm. about relationships, community. Yeah. Community is hard to find. It is, definitely. And, and I think genuine, genuine community. community, yeah. Because it's fake community, mm -hmm. which is like... Mm -hmm. Hi, bye. High-pitched, lots of high-pitched voices yeah, in there. Yeah, just so you know, if you naturally have a high-pitched voice and Rob interacts with you, he will automatically assume it's fake. Hi, Rob! And I'm like, mm-mm-mm. That's quite high. <laughs> <laughs> that is very high for someone who's not on steroids. <laughs> it's like... Hi, Rob! So good. And I'm like, that we know that talk like that. And I'm like, shucks. Like how sometimes people have level. a phone voice. Like I have a phone voice. Yeah, your phone voice is phony. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like it's phony. Do you get it? Like phony. I got it. It just phony. wasn't funny. No, I'm just saying. Like it's not. It's like he's rejecting my phone voice. <laughs> it's not real. Oh, jeez. Anyway, <laughs> everyone deals with rejection, guys. You may not hear this podcast as well. <laughs> it's like, no, they will hear it. it. Was it deleted? They can't go two weeks in a row. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, are they dead? Oh. <laughs> like, cookies and cream. <laughs> Someone dunked the cookie in the cream and it was gone. <laughs> oh my 
were just left funny. on the counter to be <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so yeah okay two weeks in a row can't happen so that is gonna let that gonna let that one slide but anyway i'm gonna ask you or maybe mm, i'm gonna ask you okay <laughs> because i'm always the one that gets asked the questions okay rob tell us your most memorable rejection my most memorable rejection story we, sorry i just love how we phrase that like most memorable oh. like ooh, i just want to keep remembering yeah this. as i remember the day it was a beautiful day <laughs> i just remember this the sun was shining and in the background there was like a little rainbow <laughs> no actually it's true actually apart what? from here's the thing apart from uh yeah, the grade seven dance rejection oh deal. Gosh. Like I'm not gonna go into it, but I went to Wasn't a, that with Sarah Galloway? Sarah Galloway, guys. Guys, if you haven't heard about is, Sarah Galloway. Sarah Galloway was the girl everyone in junior you were school Rob's loved. First heart wound. No girl. No ways. No, I didn't even <laughs> ask Sarah Galloway. I didn't even dare. I didn't even get there. Um, but that's because half the grade seven class was also trying to ask Sarah Galloway to the grade seven dance. She, yeah, she was like, anyway, that's not a rejection story. That's just a, a zero attempt. But um, <laughs> the rejection story I remember was, uh, I actually wrote this a few days ago because I'm working on some stuff. I always say that. It's like conspicuous. I'm working on something. But anyway, I, I wanted to be part of this thing called the Mashonaland Squads of Excellence. Okay. It was an elite cricket practice session. Mm -hmm. Cricket is a sport for those who do not know. So anyway, <laughs> I wasn't good enough to make it. You know, he used to get invited by this man. His name was Bill Flower. And so I I I said, I need to get to this practice. I think I think I just need to get there. If I get there, I'll be good. So anyway, I did what everyone used to do twenty years ago or whatever. Well, fifteen, seventeen years ago. I looked up Bill Flower in the phone book. Gutsy, gutsy. <laughs> I went <laughs> Bill Flower. Dialed. Hello, may I please speak to Bill? Who's this? You don't know me. Anytime a conversation starts with, you don't know me, but hang up. You don't want to stay in that zone. <laughs> Hi, you don't know me, but I saw you on Facebook and would love to go on a date. <laughs> Click. Click. <laughs> so anyway, um, I go in there and, um, oh, sorry. I go in there and uh, I call him. He's like, oh, Rob, this is such a gutsy move. Come to the practice on Friday. So I go, do, 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 and I go to the practice with my bag. It was far. And then I get there, and I'm nervous. I don't belong. I'm a little bit late, so everyone's already running around. And they know I don't belong. So I'm rejecting. I'm rejecting myself. Because mm. I'm like, I'm, I'm not worthy mm. of going to the practice. And so I wait. Ten minutes. I'm, four, I'm like five minutes late. But I ponder ten minutes. Then I ponder more. 30 minutes now it's an hour it's a two-hour practice i'm like Shuck, no it's too late oh now i'm like oh i've blown it it's an hour and 30 minutes oh my gosh Rob. <laughs> yeah i finally go through the door <laughs> why because <laughs> inside i defeated myself i don't deserve to be here I don't deserve to be here. And then I catch, then they kick, they hit a few balls at me and I catch them and I da, 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 da. These were the best kids in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the province. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, I was like, I don't want to show up and, and mess up. Anyway, 
I didn't mess up. The 30 minutes I was there, he was like, well, if you had been here the whole practice, Rob. And I was like, yeah, I know. But literally, I was like, yeah, I kind of have been. <laughs> Watch the whole thing from behind the wall. But um, but here's the thing. I guess my most memorable rejection story is me actually suffering from that inward voice mm. that rejects yourself. You know, it's like layered. It's so meta. So it's like inside, I was like, I was... I, I, the fear of rejection, even after all the trouble mm. I'd gone to and I hadn't been rejected. Yeah. The fear of rejection at the last hurdle mm. stopped me from actually going and showing my star, showing mm. what I was, what I was capable of. But anyway, four years later, I, I got a call to go to something special for cricket, but then I deserved it then. <laughs> By that time. Okay, how about you, Lise? What's your what's your worst know. what's your worst <laughs> rejection story? I don't know if memorable is like the way I to know, go. Right? Mm. Sound like someone goes unforgettable <laughs> when they're talking about the time that they got rejected. Anyway, Elise, I know this I kinda of sprung this up I on know, you. I'm and sorry, we're I like wasn't you know what I mean? With like someone's story. driving right now. It's like, okay, is Lisa gonna say something? Ooh. Wow. And rude. now they're at the traffic light and they're like, oh. and now they're holding their bagel, but now it's like dripping on their lap. People are usually listening to podcasts when they drive. But anyway, do you have one at the top no, right, right off, right the, off top the top of, of your head? head. If I think of it, I'll stop you. Never being rejected. Podcast. That's never. not what I'm saying. I actually really felt that. <laughs> I love I love it. <laughs> That's not true. I have definitely felt rejected. I'm just trying to think of something you can say now that it's not going to like lead to because even when I was saying that story to you like I was starting to get like these feelings of like <laughs> and I messed up my one chance you know what I mean I'm like oh I should have thought about that before we started asking each other these sad stories to start yeah but yeah but anyway mm-hmm. you think about it I will I'll interrupt but here's you. a good thing they're famous people who've suffered rejection before yes and so are. that gives us like some confidence to know that being rejected doesn't just, you know, it happens to everyone, right? Yeah. And it even happens to, like, famous people. Like, people who went on to do something mm-hmm. great were rejected mm-hmm. for their greatness, basically. Yep. yep. So, yeah. Okay. I'll, okay, I'll start. I'll I'm start. starting. Oh, okay, you start. Thank Go. you. Go. Okay. So, the one, and I'm starting because I like this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Walt Disney was fired from the Kansas City Star in 1919 because his editor his editor said this I cannot believe he lacked imagination and had no good idea where's that editor Ideas. today uh, is there an editor park? My goodness. An editor Walt world. Disney. <laughs> huh? Hey, we're going to Walt Disney's editor's world. No one said no one. <laughs> Right. Okay. And then J.K. Rowling. Here's the thing. Harry Potter. Mm. Okay. Here's the thing, guys. I've never read. I've never read a Harry Potter book, and I don't know if that's like a a bad thing. It's a witch, man. But anyway, (laughs) I'm kidding. Kidding. (laughs) In Africa, it's like, so here is a witch. So why are you reading it? You're reading about witches now. (laughs) But he's a good witch. No. Oh, there's a good witch, huh? <laughs> Growing up in African households, man, you got to keep it real. But anyway, okay. Harry Potter rejected 12 times before it was given a look. Now, I know there's more to the story, but, but like 12 people went, mm, 
I don't think that's gonna work. Oh, this kid with a little lightning bolt on his forehead. No, not really vibing. Not really enjoying that. So okay. yeah. Another one was mm -hmm. Oprah. Oprah. She <laughs> she was an evening news reporter and apparently got fired because she couldn't sever her emotions from her stories. Eventually, she was fired from the producer of Baltimore's WJZ TV. Yeah, wow. I love that. Wow. Like You get a car. Exactly. Was your, she She's started so early. emotional. Like, she started early. She, <laughs> you can't really take emotion out of Oprah. You get a billion. That's what makes her. Oh my gosh. You get a billion dollars. No, that's what she has. So thank you. Thank you for rejecting me into my billion dollars. Oprah. Can you imagine rejecting Oprah? And then obviously the famous one, if you've ever heard of Apple, Steve Jobs was fired from Apple. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a little weird. You got, you got fired from the company. Okay, wait, I have another one that we don't have on our list oh, that okay. I personally love. That you know, okay. Yeah, the Starbucks guy. Oh, yes. He applied for, for bank loans. Yeah, up in the hundred though. Like 300 and something times. And they said no. Thanks. And they said no. But now he's running for Presidente. <laughs> he is. Wait, what? Like President <laughs> of the United States? Yeah. Howard I think his name is Howard Schultz, I think. And he's running for President. Wow. Billionaires are doing it for themselves. Yeah, that's true. Because he's a businessman, right? Not a, a politician. Yeah, he's a businessman. He's like, oh. You know what? Interesting. Here's another little. Need to look that up. Hey, after man! This. When he heard "Climb Every Mountain," he took <laughs> it literally. <laughs> <laughs> Climb every mountain. Okay. Um, guys, I can sing a little, so mm -mm. Lisa obviously <laughs> doesn't think from the just the force of that hit, like was enough to let it wasn't me know. Was a hit? It was a tap. The tap. That you know, when people <laughs> tap, you're going, mm -mm, and their eyes get wide. It's like, mm -mm, not your thing, man. <laughs> Not your thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so here's here's what I want to say, right? Sometimes being rejected like put us puts us in good company, right? It's like sometimes we think like rejection just means this is it, but I think rejection sometimes <clears throat> produces like perseverance, right? Yeah. Like it, it shows you something about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like that day, I learned. Okay, Rob, your fear of rejection is going to stop you from enjoying mm. some things in life. So rather be actually rejected than not actually attempt something out of fear of being rejected. Right? Yeah, I think that that's such a good point, actually, because even as you were saying that, I was like, I think I fall more into that category. Mm, the fear where of Where I'm rejection. like, okay, wait, if I don't think I can do this and succeed, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm afraid of one that like failure and then two people knowing I failed mm. and the rejection from people. Mm. So I think that would probably be like the camp I fall into. That's true most. though. It's, tr it's yeah. true. Like think about it. Do you post the pictures that you want to post all the time? Like no. even looking at that. Because you're like, what if I get like, imagine you posted something and you got like three likes. That's actually so good because <laughs> I have like a, three likes. <laughs> a good example that kind of, well, maybe it doesn't. But anyway, I'm going to share it. Mm. Get it, get okay. it in there. So talking about posting pictures, right? Yeah. I remember there was a time when Hope was little 
and she got really sick and we had to take her to the emergency room mm. like a couple times, like mm. in a 24 hour period. And it wasn't fun. And she was really sick and we didn't know like what was going on. And at the same time, Rob was going through some medical stuff. And I took a picture of Hope. I take pictures of everything with my family. But I took a picture of Hope in the emergency room. Mm. And I had a picture of you too. And it was like the day that we were getting blood tests back for Hope and results for you from something too. And I posted that picture. Mm. Um, and Hopi obviously looks like super sick in the picture. But I remember people got like upset. Mm. That I posted a picture that wasn't like happy. Yeah, and I was like, "But wait, this is real life." Like, yeah. my kid was sick. We we're waiting to find out what was actually wrong with her, yeah. and I would think I was like asking for praise. But I remember that feeling of like, "Wait, am I a bad mom?" Because I posted this picture. Like, I feel like maybe that just was the top of my head from what you were saying. I was yeah. like, that's a rejection that I think I felt. Well, it is only a like button, Lise. Okay, Instagram is not about real life. <laughs> it's like true. It's like... I know. There's like... But if I can't double tap a heart on your picture... So, it's like... It's like, yeah. It like makes people go... I only have to post things that are joyful and happy. Right. And therefore, it perpetuates the false narrative of yeah. social media yeah. that everyone is living their best life when people are not living their best life. Let me give you an example as we head into relationships. Mm. People aren't as great of friends as they are on Instagram because they're only going to show you the highs of the friendship, mm -hmm. right? So you may be like, Flap, man, I just wish I had community because that's what we're talking about, like rejection, especially from community. We're talking yeah. like... If, oh, if only I had community like this. And it's like, mm, that may not be real. Yeah. These people may never have texted each other that for months in that mm. period. You actually probably have better relationships that you just don't post about. Yeah. And, and just because they post. And sometimes when people over post about their relationship, you're like, mm, are you a little insecure about your relationship, right? Because when, mm. you're, when you're secure, you have to dissect all those things sometimes when you're thinking about your own life because you might be like oh well i don't even know if i'm close enough with my friends to like post pictures like that or whatever and and that goes into the world of instagram like you know i, I saw a thing by chad beach where he was like hey guys just want you to know it was actually a funny snippet and he was like instagram is not real life yeah and i was like what is it <laughs> instagram is not real life it's like haven't you ever met people in real life that you saw on instagram first and you go, hmm, that might have been a filter or two. Like, you do not look <laughs> like your Instagram. You do not look. Because you're not also looking at them from the angle that they have figured out is their best angle. That angle is perfect for you, Sha. But we're not all looking at you from the ceiling. <laughs> if I take a picture from this angle, I it makes my eyelashes look fuller. Yeah. They're not that full because I'm looking <laughs> into your eyes, right? It's like, Instagram's not real life, okay? <laughs> food doesn't look that good when it's plated unless the person making the food has three Michelin stars. The reality <laughs> is that it's not how you eat all day. You just had a granola bar and a banana and then so happened to have a nice steak for dinner so your other two meals that didn't have pictures were pretty 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 whack 
And so it's like, that's my life. That's yeah. real. So all that to say is, hey, guys, my kid's in the ER. It's a tough day. It's real. You're mm. my family or my friends. And I'm showing you this because I'm not a brand. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not showing people who don't know me. Yeah. So if you're a little bit mad that I showed you that my kid's sick, that's another thing. But anyway, moving in those circles of the realm of social media mm. and, you know, social networking and all the rest of that. And, the, and it's, it's just not real life. Right? It's like a billboard. It's like, dude, mm. it's like the fire festival is <laughs> literally all of us on Instagram. <laughs> all of us. So in, in light of that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just post a selfie right now. <laughs> As my wife and I sit in front of a microphone, as we always do, and ponder the things of this world. Because <laughs> actually, you know what? Instagram, right? And I'm not talking about like re- rejection. You can, you can be like, re- like you can feel, and the fear of rejection can creep in from even what people broadcast to themselves. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Me like my life is perfect. Yeah. Yours, oh, yours is it. So, oh, people yeah. will reject me because I'm not as. Mhm. Mhm. That's real, man. Mm. But it does play into our into our identity as well. Yeah, it does. Because we start to identify with with different things, and we start to like try and find this identity within ourselves that's not real. Mhm. Not, it's not <clears throat> anywhere to be grasped. <clears throat> You know, like, we're watching the news today. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Fill people in just in case they don't know the story. Okay. I don't really know how to say his last name. Don't worry. I'll say it for you. Correctly. You can just say it in our our real accents and we can blame the accent. (laughs) Jesse Smollett. (laughs) Jesse Smollett. Smollett. (laughs) Smollett. Okay. Jesse Smollett. Okay. So, if you don't know who he is... He is a actor on the show called Empire. And a couple months ago. It was a month. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was like. Well, about a month ago. Okay. Maybe <laughs> six weeks ago. There we go. <laughs> um, he came out saying that he had been attacked mm-hmm. and that there were racial and homophobic and political slurs slurs made at him during this time. Mm. And the Chicago Police Department and the detectives and I believe even the FBI um, got involved and were investigating this. Well, Mm. today he was actually arrested and Mm. charged with a felony because he made up the story in the sense that he actually paid the people to attack him mm. and to um, do that. Mm. And so... Two Nigerian guys were, were friends. just makes I know. me so mad. I know. So, so mad. There's so much to this story that honestly broke my heart, like when it came out, because... Um, and if you get a chance and you don't really know the story, I would definitely recommend listening to it we got to listen to the um police chief of police for the chicago pd um superintendent 
Oh, superintendent. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> like he's listening. Details. Sorry, um, sir. Sorry, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but we really, we got to listen to his speech and it was excellent um, and heartbreaking all at the same time. Um, and I think too, one of the biggest things after being mad, cause I was mad, um, was kind of just why, like, why would somebody do that? And they are reporting that he, um, did that because he wasn't, he wasn't happy with his salary mm. and what he was getting paid. Yeah. And so this would get him more publicity and, um, basically get up his ratings i guess and attention and national news yeah all the things that if you had forgotten about him the opportunities that would come up that i think stems out of identity and that's why i know when i go when i looked at the story i was like guys attention is addictive is it's addictive and we're yeah. kind of all learning right so so when when you have some attention and then it it actually feels like rejection when attention starts to yeah. kind of fade. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, like, dude, like you're a superstar. You're on a hit TV show. You, you know, you have all this notoriety, but it's just not quite like the people, yeah. like this tier of people. Mm -hmm. And I want to go to that tier of people. How am I going to do it? Well, my talent isn't making me go to that level or I'm not being patient mm. enough for my talent to take me to that level. So I'm going to fabricate a story. In fact, create an event where I can become the spokesperson of. Yeah. And, and, and it's addictive, like attention is addictive. And I think mm. you can see it in that way. Like we have a little attention seeking gene in, in all of us. Yeah, you go to 23 and me, I'm pretty sure you'll find there's like a number 13 is like attention seeking. It's like, where's your gene? Um, and it's like, for real, like we, we, we have this little thing that like, it, it like gives us validation. Yeah. So it's like, oh, people notice me, people know about me. And if we let that thing grow, it can be pretty, it can be pretty destructive. Mm -hmm. But if we, if we actually pay attention to it, like and go, oof! I have this p attention seeking gene in in me, with this desire and this need for this thing. Because for him, I you know it's celebrity. It's the game of who's hot right now, and so this was a, a way to become hot. This was it. I'll become the spokesman for the. I'll, I'll be for gay men. I'll become who who've been bullied because yeah. he came out and on Good Morning America. Minority. And he's like, men. fight back, fight back. And listen, we're not here. We're not the court of public opinion, right? There's a whole trial that needs to go. Who knows mm. what his motives were? But all I do is when I was hearing the story, right at first glance, I could recognize that. Oh, wow. Look at the things that he jeopardized. Look at the people yeah. who've actually suffered real hate crimes. Look at it. Da, 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 mm. All the list goes on. All this to say is that it's nothing new. Nothing new under the sun. Yeah. I look in the Bible. I'm yeah. like, Saul struggled with this. Mm. Right? David comes up. Mm -hmm. Saul's like, oh. He's like feeling like, oh, geez. The crowds are shouting David's name. Yeah. They're going, yo, I've killed. Saul has, Saul has slain his, his thousands, it says in First Samuel. But then, but David. It's 10,000. And then, like, from that moment, it says, literally, from that moment, he looked jealously upon David. Yeah. And I try and think, like, from that moment, it wasn't anything David did 
the, just that rejection, the feeling of rejection mm. entered Saul's heart and he was mm-hmm. like, and then guess who became the enemy? David. Yeah. We do this. Yeah. We do this with community. Mm-hmm. We do this with relationships. Oh, you now have this. Uh, dish. Mm. I feel rejected because of your success. I feel rejected because I'm not as, or I'm not where I need to be. Mm. And I always think about it, you know, always think like once we get to this certain place and wherever that is, <laughs> then I'm going to be satisfied. But once you get to that place, you just yeah. realize that there's another place. There's another place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, once I have enough money to live on this island, when you get to that island, you realize people are buying spaceships. You're like, oh, okay, Richard Branson. <laughs> I haven't arrived. <laughs> And so it's always that. Yeah. And so I think even to in this podcast, one of the things that we want to say is like, listen, they don't also don't be an agent of rejection. Yeah. Don't be don't allow yourself to be used as well by by rejecting others. That's that's dumb. And I Lisa, I'll be honest. Mm. It breaks my heart. I know. Like when people are like, they don't like they're not even aware of who's feeling rejected around them. It yeah. it drives me insane. I go, why? Mm. Why would you do that? Why would you be like that? Yeah. Especially I think, if we've felt it. Right. And I think especially even more so as believers. Right? Because yeah. we were accepted by a perfect savior. And... I, I think that's where I find like my biggest disappointment or frustration is when in Christian community, we are so unaware of how we are pushing people to the outs or just not even inviting them in or saying with our mouths we're inviting them in, but our actions or our conversation always reminds them that they mm are on the out. They're yeah. not part of our circle. They're not even part of our conversation. And I really, honestly, I just think that also comes down to selfishness. Yeah. I really do. I think when we... My time's my time. Yeah, and when we're rejecting other people, I think we're just purely thinking of ourselves and what we have to gain. And we're not looking to or loving other people around us. And I really do think that we need to be more intentional about the way we speak, the way we include, the way, the conversations that we can have with people that, for example, I could have with Rob around some other people that could really make them feel left out because we could be having our entirely own conversation Mm. and we're all supposed to be hanging out but automatically they go well this is awkward because i don't even know what they're talking about little things like that that may seem insignificant but and here's also my thing ladies if you're listening to this and i can only speak to the woman because i'm a woman um but i do honestly think we know like there's a part of our hearts that know whether or not we can admit it right there on the spot, we know when we are kind of being catty and going, no, I'm going to talk about this, or I'm going to bring this up to make a point that we're closer. Mm. And just to remind you, 
you're over there. You're not in the same space as we are over here. And mm. we can dance around it all day long. But the honest truth is most of the time as women and as girls, we know. Mm. We know. And whether it's not right then or we get in our car and we're driving home and there's like that icky feeling because you know. You know that either the tone you used or the body language or even the lack of eye contact or even saying something as simple as hello, you know you did that mm. to make a point or to make a statement in one way or another. And that icky feeling we feel is because we know we've just wounded someone. Mm. Yeah. And that's like, that's real. I think, I think you know, to be honest, like guys, guys, guys can be... Guys can be like that too, like, and it's just like, for real, like it's just not right. It's just like not the. In Christian community, it has no place. Like, come on, yeah. man, you're not in like, you're not in like, not even like my daughter's forced. They don't even do that to each other. So it's like kind of like yeah. you're not in, grade. You're not in second grade. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? On during recess or whatever, mm -hmm. like you gotta grow into something and it's so funny like i always used to say this hurt people hurt people mm -hmm. rejected people reject people yeah like it's like almost like oh it's my turn to hand out the beatings yeah. now and i'm like go away mm -hmm. go away because you better hope that you don't end up in a situation where you are in need of community or you have to move somewhere else i'll give yeah. you i'll give you this example just being real and i i feel like i gotta be real like there are different places and different places that we can land in. Like personally, um, I, I really struggled. Like when I first came, mm. in fact, I, even now, mm -hmm. I struggled with friendships, right? Because I'd never struggled with them all my life. Yeah. I always knew, hey, listen, growing up, hey, you know, people kind of like what you see is what you get. Yeah. People are like, yo, let's be mates. Da, da, da. And I think even trying to process like the struggle with relationships now and going, man, like I thought, I thought we were friends. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I guess we're not. It's like, it's, it's so off base where I come from. And, you know, people talk about warm weather cultures and mm. cold weather cultures, but then I think, well, it doesn't matter though. Kingdom culture trumps yeah. cold weather and warm weather culture. Yeah. So when you are in the kingdom of God, yes, your culture shapes you some, you were like, okay, I follow Jesus. And Jesus mm -hmm. looked for the person who didn't have anyone. Mm -hmm. he, he looked for the outsider. Yeah. I was the outsider and Jesus looked for me. So mm -hmm. if I'm following Jesus, I'm looking for the person who needs. And I'm laying down my own life in terms of like going, you know what I really want to talk about when I'm around Zimbabweans? Zimbabwe. Yeah. I really do. But you know, when it's you, me, and, and Shalom, and another Zimbabwean, and one American, I go, you know, if we start talking about Zimbabwe, you know who's going to feel weird? Yeah. Unless we're talking about, oh, man, we would love for you to come. Mm -hmm. You would enjoy it. Hey, next time, please come. And I've noticed, like, there's there's an awareness even in groups, like, of people, like, with a, you know what, let's just, let's just be ourselves. Yeah. So even if you're there, you feel worse. <clears throat> Might as well not have even had me there and i know i felt it a million times mm. and i've been like okay i have no clue what happened then and it doesn't look like you have any need to include me in this conversation yeah. and so it's those things where you're like okay are we always thinking like jesus no but at some point you go that person hasn't said a word unless you're so self-centered 
that you don't hear anyone else's voice except your own. And rejection is hurtful. Mm. I tell you, it's hurtful. If you've ever suffered any kind of rejection, and I'm not saying this for me, I'm very comfortable because I have someone who's like made a covenant to be my friend for the rest of their lives. <laughs> so it's cool. I always, you know, one friend and my kids as well, just raising them to like everything that I like. <laughs> <laughs> just like brainwashing soccer. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I always have friends. But I think about like if you have nobody, yeah, how rejection feels. Mm. It is so, so lonely, so painful. And it says something about the people who reject. Yeah. And to me, Lisa, I wish like this. Sometimes I'm praying for grace. Mm. It, like, it's like yeah. a, there's a switch I just go every time I'm like, oh, the rejectors yeah. are here. You mm. guys are all of a sudden. So you, you know what I mean? It's like, you're so cool. Jeez. And it's like, come on, just grow up. There are people who are in need of community. Yeah. Reach out. And it happens, young and old, man. It yeah. has no age. Yeah. Like you find 60-year-olds who do that. And you're like, what yeah. are you doing? It's almost time up. <laughs> Your life, it's almost time up. You're almost going to be standing in front of the Father. By virtue of natural causes, <laughs> you might be in front of Jesus. And he's going to ask you what you did with your life. And you're like, well, you know what? I just try to be cool. It's like, okay. <laughs> That's where yeah. all the cool people hang out. Go up there and you can hang out with them. Like it's like it's like come on, like so anyway. Yeah, I get I passionate think, about this because right. I am, and I think we have to shift our thinking too from, what do you want to be known for? Mm. You know, like do you want to be known as the cool kid that was in like, the cool club and nobody else could get in? Do you want to be known as someone that was loving, that mm. always made an effort with people, that went above and beyond? I'll share a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about. Yeah someone so we moved to the u.s and obviously rob was going through all of his medical stuff and i'm pregnant and one of the very first sundays at the church people would come up to us they wanted to meet us they'd been praying for us so you know it was a little intimidating and being inundated with lots of new faces and there was this one lady that came up to me and was like Hi, Lisa. My name is so-and-so, and I would love to grab coffee with you. I can pick you up. And I was just like, okay, yeah, sure. Like the sweet, polite answer. And then she found me on Facebook, and she asked me, and I gave her, like, my number. And, you know, doing all the polite things that Zimbabweans do. Um, <laughs> but honestly going, I will not meet you in my head. I'm like, because at that point, there were so many people that did want to have us over or meet for coffee, but would always ask questions that made it feel like they just wanted to know what was going on behind the scenes of what we were sharing publicly with the church or, you know, looking for those intimate details. And I was in a strange place. We were in a strange place and Rob was dying and I was pregnant and it was just like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't know you. Um, I just got placed here and you're not my people. And I, you know, I don't feel safe. Um, well, this lady Mm. for five months, five months Mm. pursued me at least once a week. Whether it was a text message or a Facebook message or voicemails because I would see her phoning and I wouldn't pick up. 
And then I had Hope and Rob hadn't had the transplant yet. And I finally, Hope was maybe about six weeks old. I finally said, you know what? This lady is not giving up. I'm just going to mm. meet her for coffee and be done with it. Um, mm. And I met her for coffee and it was by far one of the best conversations I had had since we had gotten here. Mm. And it wasn't about what was going on with her. It was just this genuine, like, hey, I want to get to know you. Hey, mm. you just had the baby. Like, what's it like being a mom? And, you know, just this care for I'll go as deep as you're willing to go. And I won't invade your space, but I want you to know you're cared for, you're seen. And from that moment on, she was only around for about four more months um, <laughs> of sweet, really great friendship. Um, and then she moved, they moved, they moved back to the South. That's where they were from. And I was devastated. Mm. I mean, even still now I kind of get a little teary and choked up because I feel like that's what I want to be known for. Mm. Like, that's what I think as Christians, we should want to be known for mm. the person that regardless of five months of rejection from someone and not rejection, like how we're talking about, but just like, I'm going to keep you at arm's length. But her going, I will pursue you. Like, I genuinely care about you and want you to know that. That there's mm. someone that loves and cares for you. And, man, did she live up to that. Like, when mm. we finally got together. And I just think, if we could just be like that. Like, a little more intentional mm. in our pursuit of people. Mm. And going, hey, I'm here. Mm. And I'm not going anywhere and you're different. You're from somewhere else. Like there's all this stuff, but yeah, I want to sit down and just get to know you. Yeah. And just... That's a good story. Yeah. I'm glad you have that. Cause some people give up after like a week. It's like, Oh, I most tried. people give up. I give up. It's like, I tried, man. <laughs> I'm like, wait, look, you can see how many times I texted. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think the takeaway is like, Hey, you experiencing something like that leads you to being that for someone else yeah and like even as we started this this episode we called dealing with rejection it ended up like we were just like actually just like dealing with rejection like we're like talking about rejection then actually how do you deal with it but i, yeah. I want to close with this yeah. and say this like i think what happens is first if you're suffering from like that like oh did i think first and foremost i think go to the place where we all need to go like for like the real affirmation of who we are yeah. and that's god's word like going hey you're loved you're his like isaiah 43 all of that like you're loved you're his you're called you know he calls you his like you know what i mean he pursues you he loves you and then and then going from there is like talk to people just say hey mm. this is what i feel like i think sometimes even just telling people even people who you feel have rejected you just going yeah yo i just feel like you like you reject you reject me now i'm not saying that because i'm like i'm just saying that so that we don't waste each other's time if you're not going to change this then cool but yeah. i'm just letting you know that hey if, if you keep on saying you want to be my friend and show none of the friendship symptoms <laughs> <laughs> then no thanks and it's like uh, confronting it because sometimes we dance yeah. around each other for a long yeah. time call it out as well if you see mm -hmm. what i'd like to call christian clickiness call it out no one actually likes to be called a clicky christian yeah. even if that's how they live their lives mm -hmm. so sometimes just saying yeah you guys are clicky christians 
No place in the Bible. You can read it cover to cover. If you find clicky Christians in there, show me. Yeah. Because I go, no, it was supposed to always be this weird community that always has a spare chair and a door open. Mm. And the community is not some community that's manufactured by people who are paid money to work in a church yeah it's made by people who've had their hearts transformed by jesus Mm -hmm. and so that's where that comes in it's Mm -hmm. not selfish Mm -hmm. it's like love is not self-seeking and Mm -hmm. when you love people you're going "Mm." it's not even a schlep to be like i have to deal it's getting to know people loving them making room for them in your life and so i I really want to make that clear and Mm -hmm. go, hey, listen, guys, there's a lot of rejection going on. The world is rejecting our sons and daughters, our brothers and sisters. We don't need to be a church that does that as well. And then to the older people who listen to this podcast, open your doors to younger people Mm -hmm. in your lives as well Mm -hmm. so that they can see what this looks like when you've gotten over all these other phases in life where what 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 you thought mattered when you were 20, you can go, listen, now that I'm 45, now I'm 50. Yeah. You know what? It wasn't even worth it. You yeah. know, I don't even remember mm-hmm. the, the click that I ran with that I thought were going to be my forever friends when I was 24. Yeah. Like, invite people in. Yeah. Guys, thank you for listening to this. It's a little bit of a long, long <laughs> one, but hey. It's a know, good one as you go into your weekend. Yeah. Go into the weekend and don't reject people this weekend. How about that? All right. Peace.